Good morning, church. Glad to see so many of you out on this Sunday. Begin this morning with a question How do you prepare for the new year? I, uh, I want to share with you some interesting New Year's traditions from around the world. Some of these I am really glad we don't observe here. In Burma, people splash cold water on one another to start the new year with a purified soul. In the Philippines, homeowners open all their doors and windows on New Year's Eve in order to allow negative energy to leave and good energy to enter. In Spain, people eat, this is interesting, people eat 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight, one grape at each stroke of the clock chime to bring good luck for each of the next 12 months. I'm not sure my mouth would hold all those grapes. In Russia, they write a wish for the upcoming year on a piece of paper, burn the paper, place the ashes in a glass of champagne, and drink it exactly at midnight. In Turkey, people sprinkle salt on their front door threshold to bring them peace and prosperity for the coming year. In Denmark, it's traditional to throw plates. I'm sorry. I don't want to laugh at any of these. In Denmark, it's traditional to throw plates and dishes against your neighbor's front door on New Year's Eve. Listen, the bigger the pile the next morning, the better your fortune for the coming year. And I've saved this one till last. In Siberia, it's tradition to dive into a frozen lake while holding a tree trunk which is placed underneath the ice, I suppose, to keep people from drifting away underneath the ice. I want you to know I could do most of the rest of those, but I could not do that one. <clears throat> well, we're going to prepare for the coming year in an interesting way ourselves. We're going to prepare for the coming year by remembering something very important. Specifically, we're going to remember Jesus as we prepare for the coming year. And not only that, we're going we're gonna to remember his sacrifice on our behalf. Jesus specifically says, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. What is it that we are to remember as we are doing this this morning? Let me take just a moment to remind us the Bible says in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Do we ever forget that? Do we ever forget that we've all sinned, the best of us, the most loving of us, all of us have sinned, and our sin causes us to fall short of the glory of God. We can never, ever, ever forget that. Romans 6.23, the wages, 
the payment, the consequence of sin is death. The Old Testament says, the soul that sinneth shall surely die. Sin requires a death. We've all sinned. We all have death coming. Each and every one of us has death coming. The worst of us and the best of us. The wages of sin is death. But, and that's what makes Romans 6.23 my favorite passage in the Bible. The wages of sin are death, but the gift of God, a gift is something we can't earn, we can't deserve. It's given to us from grace. The gift of God is eternal life. How? Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So all of us have death coming to us, but Jesus did something. Jesus did something to allow God to give us the gift of eternal life. What in the world did he do? Romans 5.8. While we were sinners, while we were sinning, while we deserved death, while we deserved an eternal sal- I mean, eternity, eternity separated from God, while we were sinners, Christ, what? Died for us. Christ died for us. Sin requires a death. God taught us that all through the Old Testament with the sin sacrifices, blood sacrifices. The consequence of sin or death. Romans 5, 8. God commended his love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Christ paid the sin debt. We had, we had death coming to us. Christ paid that debt. Now, here comes the important part. Romans 10, 9. If we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. If we confess with our mouth, Jesus is our Lord, and believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, that he's alive, that he's there prepared and eager to forgive us, we will be saved. No wonder, no wonder, Jesus said, do this. Do it often. Do it frequently enough to remember. Do this in remembrance of me. This morning, as you eat the bread, little small little wafers, as you eat the bread, remember Christ's body that was sacrificed on our behalf. As you drink the fruit of the vine this morning, because of the nature of it, because of the color of it, remember his blood that was spilled out in payment of our sins. We're going to do this this morning, kicking off our new year, remembering Christ's sacrifice on our behalf. Pray with me. Lord and Savior, while many in other places will start off the new year in strange ways, we're going to start off the new year in what might be considered a strange way to the rest of the culture. We're going to start off the new year by remembering our sin, our eternal destiny and separation from you. We're going to remember that you did something. You intervened on our behalf. We're going to remember, Lord Jesus, that you came. You paid the, you paid the death debt. And we're going to remember this morning that all we need to do now, since you've paid all the debt, is turn to you, confess our sin, cry out for forgiveness, and receive eternal salvation from you. Remind us of all these things now, this morning, 
as we move into this time of remembrance. We pray it in your great name and for your sake. Amen.